For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today, we'll talk with Connie Woodhouse, Professor in the School of Geography, Development, and Environment at the University of Arizona. Connie's a leading expert on water and climate, focusing especially on the effects of precipitation and drought on North America's large river basins. And she'll be giving the third lecture in this year's College of Science public lecture series. Thanks for joining us, Connie. It's a pleasure. So your major area of focus is in the Colorado River Basin. Um, what are the particular features of our river basin? What's a little bit unusual about the Colorado River Basin is that the basin itself, except for the headwaters, is pretty arid. And so it ends up making the surface water supplies for the Colorado River particularly important. I mean, it's really the only main source of surface water uh, throughout the basin. There's about 40 million people now that rely on the water from the Colorado River. However, not all of them live in the basin. There's a lot of the water that's exported to large urban areas through canals like the All-American Canal and the um, Trans Mountain Diversions that bring water from the upper Colorado River Basin to the Denver metropolitan area. So this water really is plumbed to uh, uh, reach the needs of a, of a lot of urban areas that, like I said, aren't even in the basin. And in fact, it's so plumbed, am I right, that no water reaches the ocean? That's true. At this point, that's the case. The flow hasn't uh, naturally reached the Sea of Cortez in several decades, except for a pulsed flow, which was not a natural flow. It was an intentional flow. So you study tree rings to tell us about the historical pattern of water abundance uh, in this area. Can you tell us about that work? I'm actually following in the footsteps of a long tradition of uh, using tree rings to reconstruct stream flow. Here at the University of Arizona, the tree ring lab has had scientists who pioneered work to uh, dendrochronology, the study of tree rings initially. So it's the width of tree rings that you look at? Right, it's the annual growth layers. Uh, the trees grow one ring every year. And the trees, depending on where they're growing, the, the ringlets will be reflecting the environmental conditions. And if we select our trees properly, those trees are, are limited growth by moisture. Um, for reconstructing stream flow, it's a little bit less direct. What we're evaluating here is, um, and taking advantage of, is the fact that water stream flow, which is the measure that we're using, is October through the end of September, so not the same as a calendar year. But the water year is what we see then in the stream flow for the water year measurement. And in this area, in the Colorado River Basin, it's um, largely due to the winter snowpack, the winter precipitation. And so um, there's a high association between that cold season precipitation and snow and the water year stream flow. And you've noted that something really dramatic happened early in this century, right? Since 2000, we haven't seen two years in a row of above average flow. So we've seen single years here and there of above average flow, but nothing that would, um, you know, if you say, well, and this is fairly arbitrary, a drop is broken by more than one year of above average flow. We haven't seen that. A 25-year event at the end of the 1200s wasn't broken by more than one year of above average flow. So where are we at now? We don't know what the flow is going to be like this year. We're hoping it'll snow a bit more, <laughs> but still it won't break the drought because last year was below. So we're going looking at 22 years. So we're getting very close to those, that 25-year event at the end of the 1200s. So as far back as you can go, this may become the worst drought that this area has seen. 
Right. And it's not really occurring under the same conditions. I mean, there's when you look at stream flow, there's most of the stream flow is um, corresponds to the cool season precipitation, but we're seeing that more and more the temperatures are playing a more important role. And back in the medieval period, the, the end of the 1200s is within that medieval period, the temperatures were relatively warm, but not as warm as they are today. So that drought back then is different. If, if we see 25 years, a similar 25 year period, it's gonna be impacted more by warming temperatures for this recent drought than that drought back in the 11, late 1200s. Well, thank you very much, Connie, for giving us this glimpse into your work and uh, the role it's playing in informing public policy as we move forward. We've been speaking with Connie Woodhouse, an expert in the Colorado River Basin, about her upcoming lecture in the 2021 College of Science Public Lecture Series. You can listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.